Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the show. I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever been sitting down working or reading or doing something that doesn't require much effort and you're trying to focus, but you can't? Like you literally are distracted by everything. You're distracted by any little sound. Even if you're home alone, you find yourself distracted with any little sound, any little noise, any shiny thing. There's always something that is calling to you. Like you can be sitting there working and you'll think about the laundry. You'll think about what you're going to make for dinner. You're thinking about all the things. You can be at work if you go to your nine to five and you'll be thinking about a million things while you're trying to finish a project. It is the craziest thing when we sit down and we want to focus on something because we live in such a distracted world that it's really hard if you think about it to really focus on what you're doing, to focus on the one thing. And then if you find a place where you're quiet, what we're learning from studies and people talking about this now is because we're so used to being distracted all the time and being connected and constantly consuming information. If you were to go away to like a cabin in the forest somewhere where there was literally no service, no internet, no electronics, just you, you would probably go crazy. That is the sad reality. Some of us, we hear that and we're like, no girl, like I would really enjoy that. But for a lot of people, they would go crazy. It's actually not comfortable because of all these years of being so plugged in and us having all of these devices. It's actually not comfortable to sit in a quiet space, just you and your thoughts. There was a study and I wasn't going to talk about this, but I remember reading it and I can't remember the name of the study, but it talked about how they put some people plugged into a machine that would shock them and they asked them, do you want to be shocked or are you willing to spend, I think it was like 15 minutes or something like that, alone in a room just by yourself with your thoughts. The majority of those people preferred to be shocked because they could not handle the idea of even sitting down for a few minutes just in their thoughts. They found it scary and intimidating and uncomfortable. And so that's really true. We're so used to being distracted by everything. And the problem with that is that we have lost our ability to focus. We have lost the creativity that can come, the work that can come that only happens when we're able to sit down and focus and do that work. And I do want to say it's not completely gone. You can train yourself to get that back, but it takes acknowledging it and being mindful of it and creating some steps to help you get it back. And it is going to be hard, just like those people that didn't want to sit in the room by themselves with their thoughts. It requires a lot of that type of work in order for you to gain your focus back and be able to do that. Today, though, I want to talk to you about five ways that you can stay focused while living in a distracted world. I don't know about you, but this is the first week that my kids go back to school. And so these tips and these things, implementing them into your day, especially if you work from home, they're really going to help you because you're going to be able to focus and get your work done while the kids are gone. That way, when your kids come home, your work is done. You don't have to stress out about it. So tip number one is to turn off notifications. 
I don't know about you, but when I'm working, if any notification goes off, whether it's on my phone or my computer, it just throws me off. It completely throws me off. Even if I'm sitting here recording this podcast, if a notification wants to come up, it would completely throw me off. I have to turn everything off. And I don't only do that when I'm working. I do that in general. Every single notification on my phone is turned off. I have never turned on notifications for social media in all the years that I've been using it because I never want it to be on there every time something happened in the app. And so I have always just made it a habit to as soon as I get a new device and I'm going through the setup process, I just turn notifications off. The only thing that I allow to come through are texts because if my husband is texting me or my kids need me or something's going on, if there's an emergency, then I want those to come through. But I also know like we don't text each other randomly, especially when they're at school and he's at work and I'm at home working. So I know that if a text come through, it's something important. The one thing I do turn off is calls. I allow for them to call me, but any number that is not registered on my contacts in my phone, my phone will not ring. So if you didn't know that, that you can do that on your, well, I have an iPhone, so I know you can do it on an iPhone. You can actually make it to where if the number that is calling your phone is not in your contacts, your phone won't ring. It'll just silence the call and they can leave a voicemail but it won't interrupt you. And so I love that feature because I would get so many random calls from random numbers and it would always disrupt my day. Like I would be sitting here working and all of a sudden the phone goes off and it wasn't even anybody that knows me or that needs to get a hold of me. And so searching through my phone, I realized that setting and I turned it on and it changed my life. (laughs) So turn off all notifications, especially when you're sitting down to work. Tip number two is to remove completely, completely remove or limit your social media. So here's the thing. I understand some of you guys use social media for work. And so removing it is just like not an option. If that is the case, then I would strongly suggest that you create a schedule of when you're going to be on social media for your work and stick to that schedule. So that means if you're going to give yourself two hours, which is quite a lot, if you think about it, to be on social media, to plan out your post, you can even schedule them or to respond to your comments, to respond to your DMs, to engage with your community, to share whatever it is you need to share on stories. Give yourself a schedule of what time you're going to be on there and get out of it when you're not scheduled to be on there. Now, this one's going to be hard because we all know how addicting social media can be. And so a lot of times this doesn't work for people, not because you're not capable of doing it, but because you're really going against a super smart machine that is created to keep you on the app. And it's going to give you so much dopamine hits that it's going to be hard for you to put it down and put it away. But if you really, truly can't get off of it, you have to create some type of schedule that you have to stay committed to show up for the time allocated that you're going to be on social media and then get out of it and focus on the rest of your day. Number three is probably one of my favorites because I did not know this was a thing until I learned about it. And when I learned about it, I was like, oh my, like I did not expect this to go this way. And that is to limit your options whenever possible. So what does that mean? I have shared here before that a lot of times when I work out now, my workout clothes looks the same. I have a ton of workout clothes just from years and years of working out and coaching and all of that. But let me tell you, I got to a point where I realized, why do I keep buying new workout clothes, new sports bras, new leggings when I have my favorite? And then when those are dirty, 
I'm wearing the other ones that I still like them, obviously, because I bought them, but they're not my favorite. And so then I was buying new things, new workout clothes, and I realized I already know what workout clothes I actually love, which ones I'm like ready to go wash my clothes so that I can wear them again. Same thing with like your favorite pajamas or your favorite outfits. And I'm not saying buy the same outfit every day, but you know, when it comes to outfits, it's a little different and I'll explain. But I realized I don't need to wear different workout clothes just because, because then when you go get dressed, you have so many options. And if you don't have like your favorite favorite, you're kind of sitting there trying to figure out what to wear. And so I realized, why don't I just buy the same sports bras that I love, the same shorts that I love, the same shirts that I love, the same leggings, and I'll just buy different colors or I'll buy multiple of the same color that I like, usually black because black is the best. But that's what I did. Let me tell you, when I get up to go and change into my workout clothes, there is literally no hesitation because everything that I have is comfortable. And so it just minimizes all the decisions that I have to make. There is truth to we sometimes have too many options and just making that many decisions throughout the day can leave us so drained and we have things to do with our time. And when you're sitting there trying to figure out what you're going to wear and then you put things on and then you're like, yeah, no, you know how it is, ladies. I could wear an outfit today and feel fantastic in it. I can put it on tomorrow and hate it. That's just how we are. Okay. And so when you just pick things that you absolutely love, you save yourself time, headache, frustration, and you move on to the next thing. When I learned about this, I did this with my workout clothes. I even did this with my outfits. Now, I don't wear the same thing every single day, but I did minimize how often I actually shop for clothes because I realized like I don't need all the different things that are in style. I've never really gotten into like what's in style right now. Let me change my whole wardrobe. Let me buy the new thing, the new outfit, the new shirt. I don't do that type of stuff. I, when I think about my clothing, I go for comfort and that's it. It has to look cute. And I have my moments where I'm like, you know what? I want to wear a dress. But even those things, soft, flowy dresses that are thin, multiple layers of clothing is not a thing <laughs> that I want to get into anymore. So I have really changed even how I go about buying clothes. And it just makes my day so much happier when you can just go into your closet and wear something that is so comfortable and cute and you feel good in it and you don't have to like think about it. You just grab it. I actually have one of my projects now that the kids are going back to school is to really spend some time in my closet. I do this every now and then throughout the year to clean out my closet and get rid of things that maybe are not comfortable to me anymore. And so I definitely have to do that. And I'm excited for it. And I picked up some new pieces that are just so comfortable and amazing. It's just, like I said, less decisions, less options, is so much better for your day. And you're going to find yourself moving on to the next thing without worrying and spending so much time on picking what clothing you're going to wear. Or even when it comes to food, simple meals, there is a thing about just eating the same things for as many days as you can. Obviously change it when you're bored. But if you're like, girl, I can't stick to my healthy eating. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're just overcomplicating it. Pick a few simple meals that you really enjoy. Eat those as many days as you can. Switch it up when you need to, but stop overcomplicating it. That has always worked for me. It helps me stay on track. It helps me with my health and it just makes my life easier because I don't want to spend my time in the kitchen all day. I love to cook, but I don't want to do it all the time. 
And when we think about limiting our options with work, think about your work and what it looks like, even like your office setup, what sits on your desk. That's another project that I have where I'm going to clear out my desk as much as possible because I realized I work on my computer. I don't really need a bunch of papers. I love pens and stationery, but I've noticed that like I'll keep 3000 pens near me. I don't need none of that stuff because literally I just need my computer. And so cleaning out your work area and limiting how many things you have there, how many options of notebooks you have, how many options of pens, how many options of everything, just simplify it all. Give yourself less options so that you're not stressed out trying to figure out what to pick. Tip number four, I have kind of like mixed feelings for tip number four, and I'll tell you why. Tip number four is to follow a routine daily. You have to create a daily routine and put your habits on there. If you're like, I don't have a solid routine that I follow, I'm always falling off track and I'm trying to create these habits, then you have to create the list, create the routine and force yourself to follow it for a while until it becomes your normal. My routine is pretty consistent because of that. This is what I was going to do. I wrote it down and I did it over and over and over until it stuck. So now without even thinking about it, as soon as I wake up, I know what I'm doing next because it's just part of my routine. It's no different than if you wake up and go brush your teeth. Whatever your routine looks like right now, you created that routine at some point and because you do it every single day, it feels like you're normal, like you don't even have to think about it. You can do the same with anything that you want to make a part of your morning routine, your day. You just have to get used to doing it every day and the only way you're going to get used to doing it is by forcing yourself to follow it. Now, there are productivity apps that you can put on your phone. I know there's one that's very popular. It's called Productivity Habit Tracker. You can pull it up on an iPhone. I'm not sure they have it for other phones. So you might want to look for it if you have a different phone. My mixed feelings that come with this is this. If you don't have boundaries on how much you use your phone, having an app that's going to help you to try to stay focused and productive is kind of contradicting in my opinion, because as soon as you pick up that phone, you're going to see all the things and you're probably going to end up scrolling on social media. But this app, it allows you to create a routine and you can go in there and click as soon as you do the things and you do it every day and then you can see what comes up next. Some people are techie like that. I love technology, anything that's going to make it easier for me. But this one in particular, I would play around with it and see if it works for you and you're able to like pick up the phone and look at what's next and commit to that and put it away. But if you see yourself falling down the rabbit hole of, oh, now when I pick up my phone to go see what my next habit is that I have to do, I end up on social media and I wasted my time. If you see that happening, I would just grab your planner that you use and just write it down and then look at the one thing, do that and follow your list in your planner instead of on the phone. And that kind of leads me to tip number five, which is stop multitasking. We all pretty much should know by now that multitasking is actually not a thing. I used to think I was great at it, just like everybody else. Oh, I can definitely multitask. I remember saying that in my interviews for work. I'm great at multitasking. I can get a lot of things done. And it was true, but I didn't know that it wasn't a thing. I didn't know the power that comes when you actually focus on one thing. 
I didn't know how much better your work is when you are able to focus on just the one thing at a time. And so now that we know that, we need to stop multitasking. This kind of leads back to give yourself less options. Take a look at the one thing that's next on your productivity habit tracker. What is the next thing you have to do? Focus on that. That's it. You don't need to worry about what you just finished. You don't need to worry about what's next. You don't need to worry about the million other things that you didn't even add into your to-do list. You're literally just focused on that one thing, one thing at a time. What you're going to notice is that you're actually going to get more done. Because when you're multitasking, you really don't finish things or you do them, but you don't feel like you gave it your best. When you focus on one thing at a time, you complete things. You actually complete things and you feel like you gave it a good shot, like you focused on it and you did good work. So focus on one thing at a time and end the multitasking routine that you follow. So those are my five tips. I'm going to end it with a bonus, which is to recharge. Make sure that as you're following your plan for the day, that you are leaving time for you to take rest, for you to recharge, because this whole eight-hour workday is such a lie. No one can sit and work for that many hours and actually do focus work. The most smartest people, scientists, engineers, people who have created things, invented things will tell you those people don't work for a solid eight hours and do actual focus work. They actually work less. I was just watching one of Cal Newport's YouTube podcast episode and he talked about this guy who is he's like a mathematician and he's extremely smart and he did an interview and he said that he works a solid three hours of focus work a day three hours. This guy has won prizes. He has figured out problems that no one has figured out. He is extremely smart. And he said he works three hours a day and that's where he does his focus work. He said if he has to make appointments for his kids, if he has to stop to do something, the distraction just throws him off and it makes him feel drained and tired. Like his brain is just exhausted. And that is the same thing with us. Think about it. If you wake up and the first thing you do is you go on social media, this is why I'm not a big fan of using social media for my work is because you go on there. By the time you scroll, even for a few minutes, minutes and you take in all that information and all the things that are coming at you, when you're trying to get off of it to go work, your creativity is shot. You are feeling drained and you haven't done anything, but it's just your brain has worked so hard at all the things that it's consuming that it feels like you just worked really, really hard. And so if you find yourself going, man, like I feel like I can't focus. I get off my phone and I don't get anything done. I feel exhausted and I haven't done anything. That's what it is. Okay, so let's learn from these smart people who are telling us how they're able to do focus work, how they're able to be successful, how they're able to get a lot done, and let's do what they do. So give yourself a certain amount of hours where you work really hard and you're focused, but also make sure that you're taking time to rest and recharge. They go hand in hand. Work hard, rest hard. All right, friend, I hope you found that helpful. If you did, please share it with somebody that you know or take a screenshot and share it on your social media. I would love your support for the podcast by sharing it with other people. And I will be back to speak with you really soon. Have a great day. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.